Get it. Get it. Get it. Ow. Ow. Throw them hips, girl. Boom, 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 boom. We have so much to break down today. Hey, um, how is everybody? I hope everybody had a lovely Thanksgiving. I hope you ate way too much and drank way too much and had too much F-U-N. Everybody loves a good weekend full of F-U-N. Happy Thanksgiving. As you know, we didn't go live on Thursday because it was Thanksgiving, which is why we're going live on a Friday. I told you guys we'd be going live on Friday, so this shouldn't be too much of a surprise to you. Uh, we have a lot to break down. We're going to be talking about Lala and Randall and what's going on with them. We're going to be talking about Kathy Hilton, Kenya versus Ramona. Tom Girardi's bookkeeper is finally being put in the hot seat, sort of. He might be getting away with some stuff, so we'll get into that too um what else what else sheena wants to have another baby and yeah we're gonna have another fun episode full of content um on no towel tonight no towel tonight what do you mean no towel what do i normally have a towel on like a towel on my head a towel i don't understand i don't understand the question no towel tonight hmm i'm gonna noodle on that one but so I am drink who's having Thirsty Thursday with me on a Friday. If you're subscribed to the newsletter, then you got this recipe in your email. Do you use stream on and orbs? I don't know what stream on is and I don't know what orbs is, but I use Instagram. Um Lala is deaf, living that independent woman life. Yes. Okay. So if you're watching this on YouTube, hi, guys. Welcome on in. This is a rebroadcast from our Friday Night Live. Since Thursday was Thanksgiving, we didn't have a traditional live because it was a holiday. And, you know, we have R-E-S-P-E-C-T to the American holidays. So welcome on in. Happy, happy weekend. Happy holiday weekend. Whatever day you're watching this, this weekend. If you're listening to this on the podcast, this is a rebroadcast from Friday night. We went live on the Instagram. We had some cocktails and we're having a good time. I also just wanted to shout out if you guys did watch or listen to this week's episode of the podcast, you'll know that I love my friends at Pierre Kane. Pierre Kane, they're my new partners for the holiday season, which is why I'm crafting up some fun cocktails with Pierre Kane. No calorie sweet made from sugarcane. These packets are not only super cute. Look at how cute these are. They come in all these different little colors. So cute. Oh my God. So cute. So Instagram worthy. You just slip them into your coffee or your cocktails. Tonight I'm drinking a saucy Sonia Sangria. I made this with some no filter rosé. Added in definitely uh, some pure cane to sweeten things up. There's no calories, no sugar, naturally derived from sugarcane. And there's no carbs in it either, or one carb. But I mean, come on. Does that really count? You can check them out at purecane.com. Give them a follow at purecane. I've been using them for years and I love them. And today, tonight, I am drinking my Saucy Sonia Sangria inspired by Miss Sonia Morgan this holiday season. Yes, we're making it nice all holiday long. This is this is my Thanksgiving cocktail and it has some rosé in it, obviously some pure cane. We made the the sangria out of some apples and pears and pumpkin spice and some cinnamon, a little brandy just to kind of, uh, you know, warm things up on a chilly Friday night. Let me know what you guys are drinking in the comments below. And let's, shall we dive into all of the tea today? But um, yes, thank you, Pierre Kane. Love you guys. Thank you for making this week's podcast happen. Love you. Cheers, guys. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Yes, 
yummy. Okay, so let's start off with Lala and Random. I feel like Randall probably needs a little, a little pure cane in his life because wowzers. Um, Lala is shading Randall in some new merch that she just dropped this week. She's doing her Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale, and she dropped some new merch. Very similar to this. Mine says good mood, but hers says brand new, which is like... um brand new as you know lala had a she had a little tattoo on her arm that said rand inspired by her fiance her baby daddy randall randall emmett now that they have broken up because he was caught cheating and texting other women sliding into their dms well actually i don't know if it was dms or they were text messages but she found messages in his phone talking to other girls and that's not very kosher randall no thank you Anyway, so she has since very quickly, mind you, updated her tattoo and it went from saying Rand to now saying brand new. And so she took that tattoo and has now turned it into an actual merch sweater that she's selling for $50. And I was like, wow, that's actually fairly cheap for a sweater. I think my merch sweaters are like $52. But I was like, okay, Lala, it's not part of the the Black Friday Cyber Monday deal, but Lala is feeling brand new. And I almost kind of love the shade because, like, if a man is going to be cheating on me like that, but are we really surprised that he cheated on her? Like, obviously, that's how he got her. Like, did we forget that? Remember Amber Childs from You, the show You? She played Candace, Joe's ex, and now all of a sudden he's fooling around. He's leaving Amber for Lala. And now here we are again, same scenario. But it was also interesting watching this current season of Vanderpump Rules where Lala was like, you know, Randall, he's done some stuff in the past and I wouldn't put him past him to, I wouldn't put it past him to do it again. And now here we are seeing her do it again. But it's just interesting that she was putting, oof, a little sweaty. Um, It's just interesting that she was putting Sheena and her relationship in the hot seat. And yet now here we are and Lala's in the hot seat and not, and some people are like relishing in this moment, but like, look at her, she's going to pay that rent. She's going to be like, you know what? If Randall's not going to pay my bills directly, he's going to pay it through merch sales. Mm. Bicep curl. I'm like getting so dewy. Well, I'm glad she left him. I'm glad she left him too. I was a little surprised. I thought she would have stuck it out. And married him so that she can walk away with that alimony check. You know what I mean? You want that that spousal support. What does Lala think? She fooled around with him so she deserves the same. I mean, that's a little harsh. But, I mean, I can't say you don't have a point. Ka-jam? C-A-jam? I'm going to call you Kelly-jam. So I'm going to call you Kelly-jam. I'm not shading her at all. Okay. I mean, look, she's doing her thing. I think she's going to be a good single mom. Yeah, listen, she's now an independent woman, single mom. Obviously, we want her to make that paycheck. We want her to support that baby. And listen, I want her to collect that child support from Randall, too. Like, we can all be like, oh, yeah, Lala, um, you know, she, she's a homewrecker. She stole somebody's husband. But, like, it takes two to tango. I think, you know, tis what it is. But yeah, new merch on sale by Lala Kent, brand new on sale now. But it also seems like now that the tattoo's been updated, now that she's selling the merch, it seems like it's donezos, donezos. Like they're officially over and there's no chance for reconciliation. Do you think they'll get back together? Can they get back together at this point? Can they? Callie Gem. Yeah, okay, cool. Callie Gem. Well, 
Glad I nailed that. Uh, can they get back together? Like, your tattoo has been updated. And you've now created merch shading homeboy. I mean, I guess they've always had a very contentious relationship. If you read her book, it was always very spicy. So, I don't know. I don't know. Love your eyebrows. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Kelly Jem. Ooh, thanks, XOXO Ravina OX. Yes, thank you so much for the first badge, my dear. X. Oh, it's XO Rovina OX. Thank you for the three badges. Look at you coming in hot. Rando's trying so hard with the picks of Ocean. I feel like Lala's also trying pretty hard with the picks of Ocean. I feel like they're both trying to play down the scandal by just being like, I'm a parent. Here's my baby. Don't be mad at me. Don't call me a homewrecker. Don't call me a cheater. Here's my baby. So I feel like the baby is like a flex that they're both trying to play right now. Okay. Shall we move on to Kathy Hilton? So as I told, oh, she had her 15 minutes, sat on her pedestal, looking down on others. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Hope it humbles her. Yeah, I do agree. I think her ego got really big and she didn't expect him to cheat. I, to be honest, I didn't expect him to cheat on her so soon. Like, if he was going to do it, like, you would think you would wait a few years until the relationship grows a little stale. You don't think you would be doing it right out the gate. Um, but let's move on over to Kathy Hilton. So Kathy Hilton is shooting down rumors that the reason she hasn't signed on to film the new season of Real Houses of Beverly Hills is because of a salary dispute. <sighs> she's saying it's just because she's been so busy planning Paris's wedding. I get it. It takes time. It takes effort. But like you can't even film one cameo like you filmed an entire season of Paris in Love while planning the wedding, about planning the wedding. Like, that could have obviously been worked into your storyline with Kyle this season. I don't think that that, especially as a friend of, you don't have certain filming requirements. Like, you're just kind of allowed to pop in here or there. But you don't really have, like, a set required schedule. It's more of an elective. You get to pop in when you want and pop out when you don't. As we know, when friends come on, they pop in a lot because they want the camera time and they want to get the diamond. Kathy is not interested in getting the diamond. Kathy's cool with right right where she's at. So I'm kind of like, okay, Kathy, did we believe, like, is this now your team trying to do some PR damage control? Because now people are like thinking that your ego has really gotten in the way of you rejoining the show because you are asking for more money and they don't want to give it to you. Cause I'll say right now, I have sources that told me it's definitely about the money and trust me, there's some good sources. Hi, Giselle. Welcome on into the live chat. My love. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Listen, I love me some Kathy, but Kathy girl, let's not ruin a good thing. Okay. I think keeping up with the, like the appearance on the show, keeping up the fans loving you, keeping face, maintaining that good reputation. I think that's worth more than a few extra thousand dollars. I actually don't know what the exact amount she's asking for. She's obviously asking for an increase. I don't think not getting the increase is worth not filming the show. I think you gain so much more, especially her. She doesn't need the money. And this is where my theory of like, I think this is her management team, who we also know is Denise Richards' management team. This is where I think the management team is also allowing the ego to get in the way because Kathy does not need the money. But she, I'm sure, does love the fame that she's really gotten from Beverly Hills. So I think at this point, 
take what they're offering you. Maybe negotiate a little bit. Obviously, she's asking for too much, and Bravo has not given that to her. Because I feel like if it was within reason, Bravo would have given it to her, being that she was such a popular character on the show last season, that I don't think Bravo would have been against giving her a pay raise. However, if you're not going to be bringing anything new to the table, do you really need much of that pay raise, especially when you're holding out, what, several weeks now of filming that she hasn't participated in yet? I hear Kim is coming back on. Kim might be coming back on. Again, it depends on, you know, the paycheck and the vibe and the tribe. We'll see. I wouldn't mind Kim coming back. I want all three of them to be on the show, though. I think that the three of them together would be great. We've seen them do little cameos in the past. This is also where I'm like, Kathy's done little cameos in the past that she hasn't gotten paid for. So why is it all of a sudden she can't do any cameos unless she's getting a bigger pay cut? I just think it's a little greedy and we don't need the money. So again, let's not ruin a good thing. Otherwise, you're going to end up, you know, trying to make an extra buck off of cameo cameo. That was a really bad joke. I apologize. Do we, okay, do you think Kathy deserves a pay upgrade? Yay or nay? Leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Let's see. What you sipping on looks amazing. Thanks, Jazzy. It is my, my for anyone that's just joining in the live, um, it's called a saucy Sonia Sangria, and it's made with my rosé and some apples and pears. I put in a little cranberries to make it feel like extra, extra F-U-N. Um, and then I sweetened it with some pure cane. You know, I love me some pure cane. It is zero calories, zero sugar, only one gram of carbs. Um, and it's delicious. It's made naturally from sugarcane or naturally derived from sugarcane. So it tastes like sugar. It is sweet. It sweetens up your life, but it doesn't have the sugar or the calories or all that stuff. So cheers, 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 cheers. This, the recipe is also in my highlights. So if anybody wants to make this on your own beyond Thanksgiving, if you're just feeling fall and festive AF, it's in my highlights. Saucy Sonia Sangria inspired by Miss Sonia Morgan. Queens of Bravo says that they confirmed from a source that Crystal is being messy during season 12, and I love it. Listen, I've been telling you this. Crystal is a queen, okay? People didn't see it the first season, and I get it. People didn't see it in Dorit her first season. People have that the tendency to, to sleep on the good housewives. I see the potential. I, I look at it as a viewer. I look at it as a producer. I look at it as a, a reality TV connoisseur. And I can see a star when a star is there. And I'm telling you, when Crystal came onto the scene, a star is born. Cue Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. A star is born. And Crystal, I knew she, like, listen, if she would have had the opportunity to shine last season, if the, Erica's legal drama didn't, like, really take over the season, I think we were, we would have really seen Crystal shine. And I think that she's really going to shine this season. I have faith in Crystal. <sighs> because it's a job for her to amend her schedule. And I think that she likes to be told what to do and when to do it. Kim or Kathy? Kathy is also eccentric. She is eccentric. So to see the three of them. Yes, let's get it. Yes, love Crystal. Her smirk at Sutton was all that. I agree, Anna. I agree. Crystal was amazing. And we need to put a little more respect on Crystal's name. 
Okay. Should we talk about Kenya and Ramona, an ultimate girl's trip? Or should we get into the Tom Girardi CFO? Let's actually start with Ramona and Kenya, and then we'll get into Tom Girardi and the CFO cutting a deal. What? What? Okay, so episode five of Ultimate Girls Trip just aired. So juicy, so dramaful. Um, I'm obsessed with Ultimate Girls Trip. Like, I was a little apprehensive. I was a little worried. I was like, is this going to be any good? I definitely was not fully prepared for it to be this good, though. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's funny. It's lighthearted. It's drama-filled. It has, you know, ten like past tension between, like, Melissa and Teresa and Luann and Ramona, Kenya and Cynthia. Like, we have that tension. Um, and on top of that, we have all of these really good fourth-wall-breaking moments as well, which I really enjoy and appreciate. I think it's everything that the current Housewives franchise is lacking, and we need more of it. Obsessed. I agree with you. BR Binder. I agree. Amaze. Obsessed. 100. Yes. Everything you just said. Yes, yes, yes. I don't think Melissa should be there, though, honestly. Melissa doesn't bring much, but she does bring like some sort of balance. Also, did not realize until watching this how great of a reality star Kyle is. I know people don't like her, and but I actually think that Kyle is fully underrated, and you can see it. The way how she navigates a table conversation, how she can stir the pot and get people all fired up and excited, and then at the same time be able to calm the tides, or when she sees someone storm off, but she knows that the storyline isn't finished, she knows how to calmly go upstairs and get them and come back out and do their whole thing. So I think, yeah, I agree, Giselle. I did Kyle. I've I've liked Kyle, but I've never seen Kyle. I guess I've never really paid attention to Kyle in her full glory until getting something like Ultimate Girls Trip where you see the fourth wall breaking moments. You know what I mean? And you can really see it. Kyle really goes for it for sure. Are you a fan of LVP? Um, Kelly Jem, uh, I've liked LVP. I thought she was great on the show. I think her time definitely has ended on the show. And... Yeah, but I mean, I used to enjoy all of like her shady jokes. I thought that was really funny. Okay, so, but let's talk specifically about Kenya and Ramona because we have them on the yacht and they have this beef because um, Ramona revealed that Luann had slept with Tom on their first date. Tom, we know, is now Luann's ex-husband and all the women got upset. All the women were jumping on. Teresa's like, you're not, a, why would you say that? You're not a girl's girl. And then everyone's, Alice is like, Ramona, I can't believe you said it. And Luann's like, you're horrible. You're never going to change. And then Ramona's like, oh, fuck off. And then Kenya's like, excuse me, Ramona? Who do you think you are, Ramona? And she's getting in Ramona's face. And Ramona's like, I don't know. Leave me alone. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm me. I'm a work in progress. Like a fine wine, I just get better with time. And Kenya's like, uh-uh, no way, Jose. And then she slaps Ramona's drink out of her hand and it goes flying. And then Kyle's like, no, 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 no. And then Kenya's like, come on, Ramona, what? And then Cynthia and Teresa are like, wait, 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 wait. This is getting a little too crazy. I'm surprised the producers didn't even jump in. But then Kenya, like, look, I know Kenya and Ramona are like the villains of their shows. I get it. But Kenya and Ramona are great television. Like, could you imagine Ultimate Girls Trip without Kenya and Ramona? They're great. They bring the heat. Kenya was spot on. Singer Stinger just wants to be rude and think sorry is a get out of insult jail card. I hear you, Lori. I hear you. 
but you have to admit, them together, great duo, great conflict and resolution, great drama, a great beef, two greats coming together and clashing like this. Like, it's the Penguin and the Joker, and they're fighting. You know, it's like we can't all be Batman. We can't all be Batgirl. You know, we can't all be a Kyle Richards. But like, you know, it's great. Like normally you have a protagonist and an antagonist. And now we have the two antagonists and they're just going like pew. Kelly Dodd's old style or Danielle would have been insane on there. Yeah, I don't know if I would have wanted Kelly or Danielle. I feel like that would have been truly unstable. Like, could you imagine if Danielle was in that mix? That would have not that would not have gone well. Um, but yeah, Ramona and Kenya are great TV. I also think Ramona's just like really in the hot seat. And I, I don't know if it's me just like being so anti following the fray and just like being like, okay, but I always like to step outside of what everybody else is saying and thinking. And I like to just form my own thought and opinion, independent of group think and an independent of what the collective has to say. And everyone on Twitter right now is ripping apart Ramona and I'm all, and I get it. She's not great. She's not very nice to people. She's, you know, not very self-aware. But, like, are we really surprised? Like, this is Ramona. This is who Ramona is. This is who Ramona's always been. No matter how many New Beginnings parties or no matter how many, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a new person, I'm learning, I'm getting better every day. Like, no matter how many of those speeches we get, Ramona is Ramona. And she's always going to be who she is. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. But, and I also kind of feel like because she came in and like immediately put her foot in her mouth. I also feel like on the plane when Ramona called, you know, when she said to Kenya, when she like kind of called her, I guess she, not kind of, she called her a bitch, but she wasn't like maliciously trying to insult her. She just happened to use the word bitch casually. And Kenya was very upset about that. Um, I think that kind of immediately just like tipped off Kenya and she has not been able to really fully forgive Ramona for that. And not to say that Kenya should just allow that, you know, Kenya was definitely hurt by what Ramona said. But at the same time, I feel like once one person has a conflict with one person and that other person continues to do, like, I really think that a lot of, I just feel like these are all little things that Ramona traditionally gets away with on Real Housewives of New York. And now they're just being magnified because now she's become an easy target on this show. Great television. Enjoy watching. And if anybody can take it, Ramona can definitely take it. But I just feel like once one person jumps in on another person and then another person jumps in, then everybody's down for the fight. And they all start like, you know, they all feel like they can jump on that same person. I feel like we're getting that a lot. And it's becoming it's starting to feel a little redundant. I get it. Ramona's not great. But at the same time, I'm also like, okay, but like. I want to see other conflict and resolution with other people. Like you're getting mad at Ramona. You're getting mad at an old dog for peeing on a bush. You know what I mean? And then getting mad when the dog pees on another bush. It's like old dog, no new tricks, not going to change. Like no matter how many times you try to yell at the the dog for peeing on the bush, the dog's still going to keep peeing on the bush. That doesn't mean it's okay. That doesn't mean that we like that the dog is peeing on the bush. But like how many times are you going to try and kick the dog for peeing at the bush? It's a dog. It's a bush. The dogs pee on the bushes. I guess I probably shouldn't refer to Ramona as a dog, but like it's just or like a kindergartner when you give them crayons and you leave them by themselves with a big giant blank white wall. You can't get mad at the kindergartner for continuing to write on the walls when you leave them in a room with crayons and a white wall. Like it just 
it's what you're going to get. You know what I mean? And at this point, Ramona is not going to change. She is who she is. Like, I just, I guess to me, I understand the Ramona and Kenya stuff. And the Ramona and Kenya stuff is great. I understand, if anything, I understand the Ramona and Luann stuff. That's probably the most compelling considering they have the most history and they have a genuine relationship that far exceeds anything that's happened on this trip. I think the part that I was really thrown with, and this is where this, you know, comment is coming from about me feeling like now everyone's just jumping in and down for the fight, is Cynthia now coming at Ramona and coming at Ramona for hearing that Ramona maybe didn't pay this hairstylist or makeup artist, somebody on on the glam squad that Cynthia's like, well, I heard that you didn't pay her. And Ramona's like, First of all, how, how does this concern you at all, number one? Second of all, I pay my bills, number two. And number three, like, I didn't pay her because she showed up late. And to me, I'm just like, why does this matter? Why is Cynthia so involved with Ramona's bills? Like, it felt like there was pressure to jump on Ramona, and that's why Cynthia's like, okay, now I'm, I'm down for the fight. Let me jump in on Ramona, too. And I just, I didn't understand where Cynthia was coming from. And it felt like, it was this any of your business? Like, do you, like, I understand the other women's issues with Ramona, but I don't understand this issue. Like, why is anybody concerned with Ramona asking for an invoice or not paying a bill? I don't really like Ramona, but I just feel like now the drama with Ramona is starting to feel just like a little unnecessary and like silly, you know? Now Luann was in rehab a few years back. I fell off on Roni. Luann went to rehab a long time ago. I didn't even know who Ramona is. Never seen her on the franchise, but she can't catch this fade. But she can catch this fade. Uh, Lori says, Ramona talking to herself in the mirror and admitting to herself in a yellow dress. I died. See, Ramona's great TV. (laughs) That's I'm like, just let Ramona be Ramona. She's going to live in La La Land. She's going to be delusional. You know, when she does something really big, fine. Let's hold her feet to the fire because that was really bad. But like continuing to slap her on the wrist for every little infraction that she does. It's like, oh my God, enough already. But I have to say, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Thoroughly enjoying all of Ultimate Girls Trip. Hilarious, fun, funny, great, 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 great. Mm-mm. Is anybody else drinking with me tonight? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Are you sweetening up your life with PRK? PRK.com. I hear they're having a 30% off Black Friday sale. PRK.com. Mm. Catching fade means catching these hands. I still don't get it. Is that a term from somewhere else? Am I out of touch? Is that a TikTok term? I had way too much wine yesterday. You did. I'm drinking organic bedtime tea. Okay. Shamra, not a cute vibe. It's Friday night. Actually, listen, to be honest, I didn't do much of anything today. I was in my PJs for most of the day. I feel you, Shamra. I feel you. After after the long week, getting ready for the holiday, getting ready to go on break for the weekend, like all that all that stuff, I get it. I get it. Cheers to the bedtime tea. I, I'm ready for bed too. I'm ready for like a man to cuddle me in bed tonight. Ooh, baby, baby. We get to do after party tonight, guys. Yes, we will definitely do after party tonight. Okay. Now let's get into the really juicy stuff, the Tom Girardi 
CFO handing over the laptop. Um, but really quickly, thank you, Haley Hem, for the badge. Thank you, my dear. I love you. Looking so fly in that profile pic. I love those highlights and that eyeshadow. Look at that. You are killing it, girl. Farrah Farrar1616, thank you for the three badges, my dear. Look at you with your hair just blowing in the wind. Gone with the wind, fabulous. Like Kenya Moore, you are gone with the wind, fabulous. Twirl, twirl, twirl. What else we got? Lori, oh, Lori Lee. Lori Lee, thank you for the three badges, Lori. Look at you, a fellow blondie. I am loving it, Lori. Thank you for the badges. Three badges. I love the three badges, like a triple decker. Ooh, we got more badges. We got more badges. XO Ravina OX. Another badge. Look at you, XO Boo. Thank you, my love. Thank you guys for the badges. Love you, love you, love you. Love you, love you, love you. I really appreciate it. Ooh, we are at five badge supporters. Killy, Killy Salazar. Killing Salazar. Oh, no. Why are we killing Salazar? Girl. Please tell me I'm mispronouncing that name because it says Killin, Kylan, Keelan, Keelan. Anyway, loving this backdrop for you. It's like very fall vibes with all the greenery in behind you. And it looks like maybe those are some mountains. And then we got the sky. It looks like you're like at the apple, apple picking farm in Real Housewives of New York. And you're just ready to like have a giant glass of wine like Dorinda. So that said, cheers, my dear. Kylan Salazar. Kylan. Okay. Kylan Salazar. Not killing Salazar. We don't want to kill any Salazars. We don't want to kill anybody. You know? Yeah. No, we don't. We don't. Sorry. I had to stop myself from <laughs> saying something that's going to get me in trouble. Okay. Let's talk about Tom Girardi. Hey. Okay. So, as you know, Chris Camone or Christopher Camone was saying or as Kimberly Archie was saying about Chris Camone on the podcast this week, we had Kimberly Archie on and she formerly worked with Tom Girardi at Girardi Keys on several cases. She's best friends with Kathy Rui Gomez, who's the mother of Joe Rui Gomez, who was in the Hulu documentary, The Housewife and the Hustler. He was one of the former clients of Tom Girardi's. He is, he ended up getting injured really badly in the PG, in a burn, um, in a, a fire that left him with burns all over his body that Tom represented. Tom didn't end up paying him his settlement. They were able to get a judge to secure that settlement and they have liens on some of Tom's properties. So Kimberly came on the show and I asked her, I was like, so obviously the attention right now is on Erica. Everybody's talking about Erica. However, who do you think the attention really needs to be on? And she said, one, the attention needs to be more on the victims. And I agree. We need to be a lot more focused on the victims. And two, we really need to be focused on Chris Camone who is the bookkeeper. Well, she said bookkeeper, and I originally was under the impression that he was the bookkeeper as well. However, his official title was CFO, Chief Financial Officer for Girardi Keys. So Chief Financial Officers run all the books. They know when the clients aren't being paid, and they know where the money is going, and they know how to write it all off. So even if Tom was doing these shady dealings, which we now know that he has been doing these shady dealings for, what, four decades now? Chris Camone knows where all the dead bodies are hidden. And Chris Camone not only knew this, but also 
was likely complicit in helping facilitate this as well. Dun, dun, dun. So the bankruptcy trustee obviously is conducting an investigation. They were going after Chris Camone, who was the former CFO of Girardi Keys, who is likely to know something, or I guess more than they want to know why Tom wasn't paying any of these settlements, the biggest question is where did the money go? And if he was running the books, then he has to have some documents that are able to trace where the money has been going. Back in May, Chris said that he was going to plead the fifth and that he wasn't going to be talking and he wasn't going to be helping the investigation. He initially refused to turn over his laptop because he was claiming that the investigation the investigation was very broad. It was a little overreaching. He said that he had some personal items on his laptop, some sensitive materials. To me, it sounds like some naughty photos, but that's just my imagination running wild. But... I mean, come on, what else is personal items and sensitive materials? What, your porn history? Like, come on. What else is that sensitive in their tax documents? You can shuffle those on a on a flash drive or something. Anyway, he was like, no, I'm not turning it over because this is my personal laptop and I don't care if this helps your investigation. I'm not cooperating unless you give me full immunity of criminal charges. Does he really deserve full immunity? Like, I think he's just as guilty as Tom would be. Right. Like even if Tom was the one authorizing all this stuff, he was the one facilitating it. He was the one that didn't report Tom. He was the one that was helping Tom. Here's the thing. Tom's not an accountant. Tom's not a, a economics major. Tom doesn't know anything about money. Tom doesn't know. He's no financial planner. He's no, you know. Tom probably wasn't even doing his own taxes. Who was helping him do all of this stuff? I'm pretty sure Chris Camone had a big hand in all of those dealings. So not only does Chris Camone know a lot of information, I believe Chris Camone is also very complicit. Pineapple in your drink. No, there's no pineapple in my drink because there's no man coming over tonight, Giselle. Or sorry, Alicia. Um, It's apples and pears and cranberries. Those are the fruits in here. The cranberries are really just for the decoration, though. The wine itself has soaked up all the the apples and the pears and the pumpkin spice and the and the pure cane to sweeten it up with the no filter rose. Hey, actually, we need a keto one. Cheers. Um, your drink looks delish. Thank you, Shamara. He's just as, if not more, guilty as Tom. I agree, Jen. Just as, if not more, guilty as Tom. So he initially said, I'm not giving the laptop. I'm pleading the fifth. I'm not participating in this investigation unless you give me full immunity. Well, something must have happened. It's unclear if he got immunity or not. However, he's now struck some sort of deal because he's now agreed to turn over his laptop. Obviously, he's had enough time. I'm not making any accusations. I'm not making any accusations. Just want to say that. I'm just saying there's been enough time to clear some history, to delete some documents, or not even delete some documents, but maybe update a few documents, maybe tweak a few decimals in the Excel sheets. Because um, I don't know. Why would you suddenly just hand over the laptop? Be like, you know what? I want to help the investigation now. Here you go. Here are all the Girardi Keys books. I think he's either got some sort of immunity deal, which to me would be dumb. It's 
Zach, how old are you? Curious, you're so cute. How old do you think I am? Let's let that be the poll for tonight. I know that's an awful question. And I hate when people play that game, but I want to know how old you guys think I am. Um, just to feed my ego. Now, when it comes to Chris Camone and handing over the laptop, he's either struck some sort of immunity deal or he has fudged the books or conveniently enough to not incriminate himself. But then I think he would also protect Tom. So, yeah, I agree. A deal would make sense. It's I, I feel like he's definitely struck some sort of a deal I don't understand why they would give him like a full immunity deal, though. I feel like he, as Jen said in the in the live chat, I feel like he's just as guilty, if not more so. Tom, like they're not going to be able to get anything from Tom unless their strategy is to just have the book so that they can trace the money and figure out where it went and where they can pull back some money from. I feel like it would make their job easier because it would help them do the forensic accounting of the Girardi Keys books. Maybe it may also help or hurt Jay Edelson's case against Erica for that two million that he's trying to get from her. I don't know. I'm trying to understand what the, the strategy has to be. It's worth giving Chris the immunity deal so that we at least have all of the documentation that we need to come after anybody that we may need to. Otherwise, I don't see why they would give him the immunity. I mean, unless they also believe that he'll likely have to pay back some money. Maybe that's part of what he's agreed to is like paying back some money. Cause I would imagine if he was scraping off the books for Tom, he was probably scraping off the books for himself or making sure he got nice little perks for himself as well. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, okay. Let's see how old you think I am. And then we'll get back to the Girardi stuff. 26. Interesting. 30. Interesting. 30, interesting, 27, interesting, 28, interesting. I'm either 30 or 26. How is it one or the other? And what is the difference between 26 and 30? She's 63. She looks 40. I'm 36 and I look 22. Yes, you do, Alicia. You don't have a profile picture, but I believe you, girl. Hello, everyone is guessing, Zag. Please tell us your age. 29, 28, 26. Interesting. Okay, so I clearly look like I'm in my late 20s, not early 30s, because the oldest I've gotten is 30 in this live chat. Babe, you're out here looking young, but holding yourself together. I always hold it together. Boom. Boom. You know what helps me hold it together? Not drinking sugar. That's why my wine doesn't have sugar in it. And then when I do sweeten things, I sweeten them with pure cane. So excited to partner with them for the holidays. Cheers, my dears. 27. I am actually 28. I am 28. I turned 28 in June. I will be 29 next year. So I'm not 30. So whoever said that I look 30, thank you for that. Thank you. I'll be sure to let my plastic surgeon know that he needs to give me more Botox. Thank you. You look young, but you're very mature. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are so sweet. A king. Ooh, I'm a king. Thank you, Mike. Micah. Micmac. Micmac. Mitchmac. Mitchmac. Yes, you were right. K. 
Cancer. June what? No, June is not a Cancer. June is a Gemini. June is a Gemini. So I'm sweet and I'm salty. Dun, da, da, dun. Baby face. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay. How are we feeling about Chris Camone? We think he cut a deal. Is that the consensus? He cut a deal. He's walking away. Hands clean. Ready to move on. I think Chris Camone was probably the one. Chris Camone, David Lira, and Keith Griffin, I think, are the three that should really go down for all of this. The only reason I don't say Tom is because he's already in an old folks home and he's lost everything. At this point, what else are we going to do? He's lost his license to practice law. He's lost his business. He's lost his reputation. He doesn't have any more money coming in. Um, I mean, aside from, I'm assuming, his like social security and stuff, but... I think the next three people that should not be getting a deal but should be held accountable because they were the three people that were likely assisting Tom. Or not only that, but Kimberly Archie also said the secretary and his assistant who were the ones that would write all of his emails and his text messages for him. So where are all of these people? Yeah, the bookkeeper always knows what's going on. The bookkeeper always knows what's going on. You're right, Jesse. You're right. Um, okay, that covers the Tom Girardi stuff and the Chris Camone stuff. Uh, Sheena Shea says that she wants to have another baby, but she wants to use a surrogate because she had such a difficult pregnancy. Um, but she did say that they are having surrogate conversations and looking for a surrogate, but that if they do have another baby, the baby will have a name within the theme. Obviously, we know uh, Brock already has a baby named Winter. Their newest baby, his baby with Sheena, is now named Summer. So I would assume she said that the baby's name would likely be will be seasonal. So all we have left are spring and fall. And she said it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl, spring and fall. Those are the only two we have left. Spring would be cute for like a little girl's name, but like are we going to name our son Fall? Are we going to name any of our kids Fall? Like is that really a vibe that we're going for? Mm, I don't know. Are you interviewing Lala tomorrow? I am not interviewing Lala tomorrow. What would make you think that I'm interviewing Lala tomorrow? Did I say that I was interviewing Lala tomorrow? Dun, dun, dun. Tomorrow is also Saturday. I don't tape on Saturdays. Where did that even come from? Autumn. Autumn. Duh. Here's my, my dumb brain is like, oh, what are they going to name the baby? Fall. Autumn. But is Autumn, are Autumn and Spring good, like, boy names? I mean, I guess they could both work. Autumn's cute. Autumn's cute. Autumn or Spring. Okay. I actually have a cousin named Autumn. Fall is Autumn here in Australia. That would be so cool. That would be a cute name. I agree. Also, okay. I know I talked about this while I was up in Big Bear with my family for the Thanksgiving holiday. Did you guys watch 12 Dates of Christmas on HBO Max? I binged it while I was in Big Bear. It is so freaking good. I binged it because I have Brooke Lusk, who is on the show. Great on the show. She's coming on the podcast. So it's like, okay, I have to watch the show. So I was watching it. It's called 12 Dates of Christmas. The second season just dropped yesterday on Thanksgiving. I got an advanced screener to watch it before interviewing Brooke. However... Love that you were in Big Bear. Love that for you. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa Barlow. Um, I watched all nine episodes, and I have to say, I haven't seen... I mean, I would right now, 
Ultimate Girls Trip is like one of my favorite shows. I think the streaming platforms are really upping their game. I haven't been this like addicted and compelled to a dating show. Like I don't watch The Bachelor. I kind of gave up on a lot of those dating shows because they just fell a little flat or they became too predictable. This one, I have to say, had me on the edge of my freaking seat after every single episode. There were so many plot twists. Anyway, long story short, I'm having some of the cast, mainly the all-stars, coming on the podcast this upcoming week. I'm supposed to be taping on Monday with them. So I'm telling you, you, if you have time to do a binge and you want something that's just like light and not heavy, but fun and enjoyable to watch with like some wine and some popcorn, 12 Dates of Christmas, I'm adding it to your watch list. That way, when we chat with, when I chat with them next week, you'll be fully caught up. So 12 Dates of Christmas on HBO Max. I'm not paid to say that. I'm just saying I was addicted to the show. And then I ended up DMing with some of the cast members. And I was like, hey, come on my show. And they're like, yes, I would love to come on your show. And I was like, dude, yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Let's have a good time. And so we're going to have some FUN this upcoming week. We're taping it on Monday, but I think it's going to end up airing on Wednesday. So you have until then. If you have questions for any of the cast members or thoughts, feelings, or vibes, DM them to me so I can ask them. Um. Okay. Thank you. Ooh, Hockty Berry Hill. Hockty Berry Hill, thank you so much for the three badges, my dear. I love you. I love you. I love you. You guys are so sweet. I really appreciate all of the love that you've shown me. Yes, we will do after party. We can get personal. We can get intimate. We can have good times. L-O-V-E all over the place. But yeah, thank you guys for joining tonight's Friday Night Live. I know we typically go live every Thursday. We will go back onto our regular Thursday night schedule at 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. We'll also pick Book Club back up this upcoming Tuesday, same time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern. This upcoming Tuesday, two new episodes of the podcast are dropping next week as well. So we're fully back on track this upcoming week. What are you sipping, boo? I am sipping. This is called my so my saucy Sonia Sangria. I made it with some no filter rosé and a little bit of brandy and apples and pears and some pumpkin spice and then I sweetened it with pure cane, which is delicious. It's a no calorie sweetener naturally derived from sugarcane. It's delicious. I'm partnering with them for the holidays, so I'll be making more cocktails with pure cane. Delicious, delicious, so cute, gorgeous marketing, purecane.com. They're having a Black Friday sale, so you're going to want to stock up now. They also have it on Amazon. It's in my Amazon storefront. Purecane, delicious, zero calories, diabetic friendly, all that good stuff. So if you're trying to cut sugar, if you're trying to cut carbs, whatever it is. I started the gel mask. I have to freeze and reduce puffiness like crazy. Ooh, what's the gel mask, Alicia? Okay, bartender. That's right. Cheers. Okay, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. We'll go over and do after party over at Just Plain Zach, which is my personal account. There we can have more have more FUN. But thank you for joining me. I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Thank you so much to Pure Cane for supporting me and supporting the podcast. I've known them and worked with them on and off for many years. So I love that I get to work with them again this holiday season. Thank you, Pure Cane. 
Really love you guys and appreciate you. Really love everyone watching and tuning in live right now here on the YouTube, here on the podcast, or here on the Instagram live. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I hope you had lots of uh, lots to eat. I hope you ate lots of stuffing. I hope some of you even got your turkey stuffed and had a good night. I hope you had a little too much no filter rosé. Hi. I am also running a Black Friday promo for the merch. So it's 25% off with code blackout. If you go to justplainzack.com slash shop, use code blackout and you will get 25% off all merch. Go right now. All right, guys. Ciao for now. Love you. Mean it. I will talk to you this upcoming Monday. New podcast episode is dropping. Love you guys. Ciao for now. Bye. Bye.